Reddit Dit to Do and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, August 28th. It is freaking game week. My flags are on the cars. I've bought everything besides like little things I can't buy until like Friday night or Saturday morning. Bought everything for the tailgate. I went ahead and pulled the season tickets out. Like they are out of the booklet. Yeah. Ready to go. You put Man. them in a little zip ziplock baggie? They're not a ziplock baggie. I, I, I guess I should do that, but. Um, I usually just put them in like an envelope and, and that's good enough for me. So, okay. um, yeah, that, that's how I roll, but it, it is, I'm pumped. I am nothing's, I shouldn't say nothing because there could be some news come out of like Tennessee that could ruin But my, we're getting some good news. So, I mean, yeah, I, but, but now the inevitable is my happen where we get some bad news. Right. Before we talk about all that, cause once we start talking about it, you're not gonna be able to pull me off. Let me tell you guys, let me tell you guys, I don't know how I said that. Let me tell you guys about my friends at my bookie. Ever since I started this podcast, that's not the right one. Golly. I take too many screenshots. Do you do that? Yeah. You have a ton of screenshots on it. It's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is at the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed, where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the cat, huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over on how, over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and get up to $200 in free bets. Only if you use the promo code CHAIR. Promo code CHAIR now to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use promo code CHAIR when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. That was a mouthful. This water is brought to you by my bookie as well. That's good. And a red solo cup. You are you are ready for the tailgate. I'm ready for the tailgate. <laughs> I looked for orange cups, but yeah. I went to like Sam's to get everything, and they didn't have them. And I was like, I'm not going to go to Walmart and pay like, 10 bucks more for half the cups just because yeah. they're orange. Like, yeah. we can deal with red. We'll be all right. You get it. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much orange. If you wear right. the right color sunglasses, they might look orange. Yeah. So, right Especially color? after a couple of drinks of that. Yeah, it, Definitely. it might as well be orange. Definitely. Um, yeah, it, it, it has been an exciting week. Um, we'll get into more of it, but the Aubrey Solomon is officially eligible, ready to go game one. Trey Smith is been has been cleared. Um, I, so I don't know. So they said it was, I guess it means he's clear for the season, but they, yeah, cause at first they did say there was at least a rumor that it was going to be game by game kind of deal. Okay. I mean, I know they have a plan in place and it looks like he's cleared. So they probably do check him out game by right. game, but you know, I would think that would be a safe it, assumption that they, they check him out. Right. Um, yeah, he's good. He's good for the first game. I guess that's that's what you need him for right, most game, importantly. Game, you need him. You need him for the next game. Yeah, we got to take a game by game, anyways. Yeah. Um. So, and we'll we'll get into the Georgia State preview here in a minute, which isn't much of a preview because um they're they went two and ten, and I don't expect them to improve much more this year. Um, has been some good news. We'll touch on some tough news um here here later on in the episode, and, and that's about Bryce Thompson. Um, we've also got some recruiting news for you. Uh, and then we've got our, our segments, uh, this week's segments. Really, really pumped to get into all that. Um, first, Aubrey Solomon. We've talked, we kind of, 
we've expected him to get cleared unless something happened that we didn't understand. And yeah, um, I mean, as much as crap as we gave Jim Harbaugh, he wasn't gonna like hold him back. Like he didn't have as much say as we joked about. Right. I mean, so I, I do think it's hilarious that he's all for um, players having that one free transfer, but then yeah. he refuses to sign off on a transfer. From so his is, school. Is that fact that he has refused? I haven't seen that as fact. Well, apparently, like, multiple reports has come out. He's made it difficult for okay. players to do that. Gotcha. So I don't I don't I know in the case of Aubrey Solomon. I don't know if that's true. But I did say that one player that transferred to Cincinnati, he made it. But yeah. I, that was the only one I saw. Yeah, he, so ma- I, he made it difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah, any kind of shade I get to throw up Michigan, We're I'm going to take it. Yeah, gonna, so. whether, no matter how ill-informed it is, I'm going to do it. Yeah, that's just. That's I mean, the that's what happens line. when you, when you have a basketball player on your uniforms. You deserve that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we this Aubrey Solomon, especially when Emmett Goodwin went down, we talked about how important it was. I mean, the truth is, we don't know how much Aubrey Solomon's going to bring us. I mean, yeah, he's very talented. Um, he had some playing time at Michigan, but like, it's very limited in what we know. We can't say, oh, he's definitely going to bring mm-hmm. all this to the. I mean, it's probably going to be rotating, you know, with a lot of our guys. Yeah, but. Number one right now, he just gives us a num- another defensive lineman, which is huge. Yep. He's all, I mean, he's also a really, really talented guy that we expect to be to be a starter, to be you know, to be one of our leaders on that defensive line and in the defense. Uh, so that's that's huge to get him eligible for a defensive line that needs to vastly improve from last year. Yeah, so that, and, that's big. And you get him, and you know, we've heard from since he's been on campus, he is Tennessee's best defensive lineman. Yep. So I guess you take that with a grain of salt. You that can mean he's head and shoulders better than everybody, and everybody else is terrible, or everybody else is here, and Aubrey Solomon's here. You know he's that good. Yeah. Um, but I, hopefully this is a big weight off him, and he's able to you know play even better. You know he's been playing this whole off season, not really knowing if he's playing game one or not. Right. So for him to to get that news and you know hopefully he he takes off this season i'm excited to see kind of where he's at in his development and and see if you know that's that's a big step for him to get where he wanted to be and that's that's to the nfl you know he he was one of the top he was a a five-star he was like the number 23 player overall in the in that class and you know he he won a new start he's he's now has it so what are you going to do with that that's that's on aubrey solomon everything else is taken care of Mm -hmm. this is on him now Absolutely, absolutely. Um, excited that he gets to play, especially in, I mean, especially in Georgia State. I think, I think it's gonna be big for him to get since he hadn't played with us to get comfortable. You know, if it was a question of eligibility for or not eligibility, I guess like injury, or he gets to play for Georgia State, or if we get him back at BYU, I think getting him since he's never played with us, getting him back in time for this first game, that's kind of that that cupcake get comfortable it is a big deal. Yeah. Whereas like if he played here last year and was a little banged up and you're unsure, not as big of a deal yeah know? um so i i do like that he's eligible for be or for georgia state excuse I, me i think it's huge that he's played some games because you know you thought that we're just gonna have to throw in guys who haven't played a d1 college football game <laughs> right um so you, you didn't really know what you're gonna get but you, at least you have a guy with some experience now is he you know the next aaron donald uh i don't know <laughs> i hope yeah hopefully yeah <laughs> that'd, that'd be, be awesome nice. that'd be nice <laughs> that would be awesome um but, I mean, he at least gives guys where you're not having to throw somebody in the fire where they're not really right. prepared to play right now. Right. I, speaking of Aaron Donald, this is totally off track. Do you do you hate that John Gruden, like when they're watching film on people, 
which I know we're not getting the full thing, but he's like, who's this guy? Aaron Donald. Like, he makes up. He's like, who? Yeah. Do they really need to know his name that importantly? And then he's like. It's trivia. Then he says like three things about him. He's like, he's big, he's quick, and he trained with knives. Got it? Cool. Next. (laughs) (laughs) I know they go more into depth, but it's just like. Yeah, you would think. It's like, all right, we're playing Blake Bortles this week. He's got blue eyes. He's got. He's the he's the boat, and then you know. stands about six two and a half. Yeah. Um, it was just I'm sorry, Aaron. The talking about Aaron Donald reminded me of it. So yeah, very very weird. I love how his trait in Madden is fearmonger. Aaron Donald's yeah. I didn't even know that. And then hey, you hear me? Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> that seems knock really... on wood if you're with me. That's what <laughs> yeah, he says, yeah. right? You better be. I guess they just want to be really really lucky. I don't Did you watch last night's episode? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't, I, I haven't either. By the time I got home, it was real late. And yeah. I meant to watch it today and ran out of time. I was running around with my chicken head with, like, a chicken with my head cut off. There nice. It was. Um, when, when I had some free time, so I wasn't able to watch it. Um, no, the other guy that's that was uh, that was we were told could play today is Trey Smith. That potentially means at one point this season, we may have three five-star offensive linemen on, our, on the field. It's pretty nice. Never thought I'd say that about Tennessee football ever again. Yeah, exactly. So, and that, like guys, like five star guys that probably, hopefully, do not disappoint. Right, right. I, I mean, we we know where Trey Smith should be playing. Hopefully, he's obviously the the health has got. We assume a little bit of a setback, but I mean, even if it's just a little bit of a setback, he's still the best player we have on the offensive line. Right. So, yeah, I was telling somebody today, and eighty percent Trey Smith is the best offensive lineman we have. I'll, I'll take that. I will take 80% Trey Smith. I don't, can't disagree with that. He brings a lot to this offensive line. I am curious to see how they move everybody around because our three five-stars are both, are all three tackles. So, Well, I think Trey's going to play guard. I, I think so, too. I'm just, yeah. yeah, that's their natural position mm-hmm. where he played his freshman year. I know last year was a little bit different yeah. when he was able to play. Um, anything else about our eligible guys or guys that are playing this I mean, game? I, I think that's, that's huge. That's a big – and, you know, I hated that – it's been so long, especially for Aubrey Solomon, not really knowing if he's going to play or not. Uh, it's been 249 days until he got <laughs> the news. So, um, if you want to put it into into actual days, that that is the amount. That's crazy. But yeah. it's right before the season. You know, can Tennessee ride that momentum? You know, that would be great. Now, I hate that it took this long. Right. But, I mean, if, it, if you're going to get a big boost from it, then, hey, I'm all for it. Right. Right. I, I mean, still hate on the NCAA for taking that long. Someone did mention the conspiracy too that, uh, you know, as soon as something kind of negative happened, Tennessee immediately responds with great news about Aubrey Solomon. Well, I'm that, into conspiracy how, theories. I love it. That's how recruiting is. Anytime yeah. we get a decommitment or anything, we lock down two or three recruits yeah. back to back to back. We're just like telling them, hold off until this five star decommits and then you can commit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I like that news. I'm just kidding. It would have gotten out so much faster, I would assume, if. If, uh, it feels like 98, it feels, right? It, it's got to be at least 98 degrees outside. Or, it, or it feels like 98's eligible. It, 98 is eligible. <laughs> 98 is in the running right now. Yeah. So I, I like it. Um, I love all the 12 and 0, 15 and 0 tweets rolling out. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree, but I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, look at our depth chart because it was officially released this week as it's game week. Um, Really going to be dependent a lot on this Orr guy. Yeah. I hope he can. <laughs> He's Michael Orr, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think that's how he spells his name, so they might, they might have misspelled it. Uh, but, I mean, good Lord, that was – I love we, it. Why? Every every program across the country does it. I love it. I'm like, 
first off, what are you hiding? Like, coaches, like, the Georgia State coach knows who's going to play. Yeah. So, what are you really hiding? Right. Dan, Mull- it- Dan Mullen, for all his faults, he knows who's going to play when you come to Florida. Yeah. I just, I, mean, I don't get it. It's And, and, and the, the fans know. The fans can pretty much pinpoint who's going to start and who can't. Yeah. Or who's not. Right. And like, so, there might be a few guys here and there that are battling. But, yeah. like you said, for the most part, it's pretty well known who's right who's going to start. And the media gets, like, ten minutes of watching, and they still know. Yeah. So, I mean, exactly. yeah, what what are you really hiding? I don't get it, but I whatever. I think Pruitt just, like, write a couple of these guys' names down. And, like, no one on the defensive line or offensive line is has their spot. Yeah. Has their spot. Right. <laughs> Which I did think it was interesting that Aubrey Solomon was like in the depth chart before we knew he was before we knew he was eligible. Yeah, I'm like that. That's interesting to me. Yeah, that's weird. So, whatever. Well, we could have ten guys start on on the offensive line and ten guys start on the defensive line. So we're gonna have one safety. We're basically gonna go punt. I love it. I think we should punt every offensive down. Yeah. And then punt return, where we all just rush the kicker or the quarterback. That's spawn me. I mean, he's got to get it out. <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> if we had Derek Barnett, I'd take my chances. Yeah, because <laughs> that secondary was not very good outside no. of one guy. Oh my gosh, no. So I'd, I'd take my chances. I'm rolling those dice. I'm rolling those dice. Yep. Um, and the dice's name is Derek Barnett. Yep. And he's always going sixes, baby. <laughs> so uh, the kind of the guys you got out right now is Balen Buchanan, um, Daniel Batuli is. Looks like he's not going to play Saturday. Um, could be back soon. Had a little knee um, procedure. Was it a knee scope? Was he? Yeah, kind of okay. get it cleaned out. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Bryce Thompson is out. Yeah. For now. For inde- indefinitely. And I guess let's go ahead and roll into that. Unless you have some other depth chart. No, well, we fine. have some. We have some Twitter questions. All right, you want to hit those real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll we'll see hit those. those. What do you think about Garantano? Letting everybody. I think he needs to. I, I want him to be good so bad. I do. So, this is not a knock on him. But, man, the way you've played the last two years. Oh, two I wasn't even going for that. I was going for the pronunciation of his oh, name. Oh, Garantano? Yeah. I knew it the whole time. You can go back on every episode we've ever done. I say Garantano. Do you? No. Oh, I was <laughs> no. about to say, I don't think you have. But, no. okay, let's roll with <laughs> no. it. Um, I mean, honestly, like, it cracks me up because, like, once he said it, I was like, man, that makes so much sense. Like, I can see it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, my Southern, like, that's that's Garantana right there. <laughs> well, it's like all the other A's in his name don't make an ass sound. But, yeah. Or, eh, Garantano. Eh, yeah. Garan. Yeah. Garan. Garantano. Tano. Garantano, yeah. Yeah. It's that's like, right. It's not Garantano. Or it's not Tano. Garan. Or this is a heated debate. Garan. His name. I love this. It's not Garon Tano. It's Garon. It's like all Tano. the names don't, all Garantano. the A's don't sound the same. There's only one other A, right? No, there's two, right? Dang it! I don't put me in a spelling contest. Yeah, there's three A's. There's three A's. Okay. Yeah. Where's the other one? So it's G U A R A N T A N O. Well, the first A doesn't make a sound. Then it's silent, right? Gara, Gara, like Gara, Gara, uh, uh, yeah. So they don't, they don't make the same. That's fair. That's English language though, and it's a name. Names can apparently be anything. Page May. He's he's gonna be Garantano for me. That's fine. He's been here four years, and for him just to just now be like, oh yeah, it's it's Tano. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how that (laughs) comes up. Like, well, first of all, I'm just like, why didn't you just like tell somebody beforehand? 
I just can't believe we haven't picked it up in the media guide. Because, like, it has been written the same in the media guide every year. But yeah. we haven't picked it up. Like, it... Yeah. Again, yeah. Or is this just a Kessling thing? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> F you, Bob Kessling. You're the reason. But I, I thought you were talking about this. Did you see his tweet about lines or whatever? I'm yeah. just like, dude, I want you to be successful. But, like, it doesn't help people talking trash about you when you do stuff like that and then go out and throw three interceptions and we lose. Or not three interceptions, but we just go out and lose. You're the quarterback. Like, you're... Yeah. You're the fall guy. Yeah, you're you're yeah. a fault. Yeah. You're the fall 100%. guy. 100%. And I, I want you to be good, but maybe talk with your game first, and then we can talk on Twitter. I don't know. That's my take. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be, um, but hopefully Jim Chaney, you know, has his his way, and we have a high-powered offense. What if Tennessee had like a that. high-powered offense? What if somebody described Tennessee as a high-powered offense team? You're talking about 2012? And we threw for like 500 yards a game. Yeah, and we gave up. <laughs> we couldn't run the ball to save our dang We lives. gave up 499 yards per yeah. game. We couldn't run the ball to save our effing life. And yeah. But we could sling that bad boy. It's fun, We could though. sling it. Um, so, Twitter question. So, at Big Orange Pruitt said, what's the word on the number two quarterback? And where is Murphy on the depth chart? I mean, I'm going with Shrouds. Um, the first quarterback in Saturday after Garantano – is uh is Shroud, I think. I, I did And I'm, I'm not even saying like he's definitely the number two. Like that could change the next week, but I think he's the next one in. And I and I really don't think it matters nah. that much. Um now if Garantano does go down knock on wood if you're with me. <laughs> um if he does go down then, you know, we're gonna have a debate. We're gonna have a actual competition. But for the number two quarterback Wait, they're going to debate like they're going to. Yeah, they're they're going to have a heated debate, <laughs> heated political debate. Um, so it's California and Florida. They're going to have a political debate. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think that it's probably JT Shroud for now. But if if it comes to the point where Garantano is not able to play, I feel like that week of competition, they're both kind of going to be neck and neck. To see yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I think Shroud's just the first one out because mainly experience. Yeah. And I think even Maurer may his use may be dependent on how Shout does, what the score is, because they may be looking at that four game redshirt thing. Yeah. Because if let's say Gar- Garantano does go down, I'm gonna say it right. I, I promise you. The rest of my life, I'm gonna say it right. Garantano. Garantano. If no. you know, like if he Sounds does awful. go down with the last three games, and Maurer is your backup, well, you preserve a redshirt. So I'm sure they'll try to weigh that. And consider that yeah, Shroud's true. red shirt's probably not as more probably not as important because mm-hmm. he used his last year. So yeah, so it's probably not as important. Well, he can't take another red shirt. Sorry. So that's true. So Mowers may be dependent on like you know Shroud may go out if we're winning sixty to nothing and Shroud's thrown two touchdowns. Okay, Mauer may get a look. Yeah. But you know if it's you know if he's just kind of running the offense as normal, we may have a few punts. They may give Shroud some more more looks. I mean, they may be think they may not be thinking negatively like that. They may be thinking okay, his four games are going to be. Um, Georgia State, UAB, BY or UAB and uh, UTC like and BYU. Yeah, or th- those are the game you, games you are available. For. Right. So yeah, that may be their thinking. So we mm-hmm. could see Matt. We could see all three quarterbacks. I think there's potential for that on Saturday. Yeah. So, um, what's the next question? He said, "Where's Murphy on the depth chart?" Um, Good question. I, I don't really know. Um, there's there's Was a that question asked tonight. Tonight. At the presser, do you know? Did you oh, see it? I, I did not. I okay. did not see the presser. Um, but I, I do know there's a lot. This is the two deep rotation. Um, 
And I mean, there's some guys that are, you know, it's past too deep, but there, there's some freshmen on here. Um, Jordan Murphy, I know he was sick last week. I don't know if that had anything to do with it or they just left him off. I mean, I I would say Jordan Murphy is going to be in the two deep rotation you would if, think. He, if he's healthy. You would think. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure. <laughs> Good question. Yeah. Great question. Um, and then uh, at Smith SJ1 said lots of players thrown at DB in two years. How can we be that weak there? Say it, repeat that again. Sorry. He said lots of players thrown at DB in two years. How can we be that weak? I, I guess he just mean in depth chart depth wise. Chart, yeah. Um, I, I don't think it has to do with. I, I feel like we're pretty deep there. Um, maybe, maybe the talent we've seen up to this point is what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, we're just you had two guys start there as true freshmen last year, and they're solid. Yeah. Um, but so, outside I mean, of that, though, what other corners did we have? Right, that's I mean, not that's not considering the whole secondary. I realize that, but those two those two positions outside of Thompson and uh, Taylor, like what what else? Who else gave you anything really? Yeah, I mean that that's why they recruited Warren Burrell. Um, they wanted him from day one. And they got him, and you know that's that's their number three right now. You have Kenneth George, who is um, he he's a redshirt junior. That's why you switched Jared Meads over from um, wide receiver to right. DB because. You didn't have a lot, um, but I wouldn't say that's a week. I mean, the depth is not there, but you're going to get some guys in from this next class, um, and you already have, you know, hopefully Bryce Thompson is, you know, reinstated yeah. here soon. And, and to clear that up, when me and Landon say that, I'm speaking for Landon, I'm sure he'll agree. Um, but for me, when I say I hope Bryce Thompson's clear, it's not like I hope all this gets swept in the rug. It's like I hope. He gets help, or you know, the serious parts just aren't true, or whatever. It's not like I hope this gets swept under the rug and he's able to play. Oh no! Like I hope best case scenario is best case for everyone involved, which the best case for him is to remain on the football team. Yeah, and, so. and supposedly Warren Burrell has been pushing to, um, he's been pushing Bryce Thompson, yeah. Monte Taylor. You know, they were going to be the starters, and Warren Burrell came in here and pushed them. Um, and you know, he's probably going to get the start on Saturday and Sean Schamberger, who is, you know, he's some out of depth, you know, he's actually had some, um, quality snaps and quality games mm-hmm. and he's probably going to be the, the star. Right. Cause he, you know, he's apparently he's playing at a level he hasn't been before. So, yeah. I've, I mean, you've only heard positive things about Warren Burrell since, yep. or since game started. So. Right. So, I mean, you, you have guys there that's able to make up for the loss of Bryce Thompson. Right. Now, would you love to have Bryce Thompson on the field? Absolutely. Because, obviously, the man was a freshman All-American last year. But, you know, he needs to get everything figured out with him. Yep. And we're going to worry about who we have right now. And I feel like that's how Pruitt's kind of having it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so, now we'll roll into that in the Bryce Thompson stuff. Um, so, obviously, I mean, everybody kind of knows what happens. But just a quick, I guess, quick overview on Saturday night, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning. He got in an argument with his – they were in a relationship, and um, it escalated to him threatening her, and he admitted to breaking a gate off its hinges. Um, witnesses heard the argument, heard – I went and read the report. They didn't hear – they did not say they heard Bryce Thompson say it. They heard someone arguing with a woman say it, which probably helps his case there. I hope he wasn't serious about something like that. If he said it, I hope he didn't say it, yeah. that kind of thing, uh, about threatening to shoot up the school. Uh because obviously that's, especially in today's world, like that's very serious. Um, but he did admit to the gate. He did admit to screaming at his girlfriend. The girlfriend 
gave the the statement of him threatening her. Um, so that's you know that's gonna be something he has to deal with, like yeah. for sure. Um, and hope he gets help where he needs it. Um, you know, hope he's able to. You know, I, and I think I, I don't know if I said this on the show on on Sunday, but I know I said it to you. It's like he should be thankful that the police got there before anything physical happened because like this is something you can move past. Yeah. An argument where you said some things you regret. Um, now words do hurt. Words, so you know, like I'm yeah. not saying it's not the sticks and stones, don't remember bones, whatever. Um, it, I mean, words suck, but it didn't turn physical. It's something you can move past. Yeah, and he should be thankful for that. Um, so you know, so now that's where we're at, and he's and he's gonna have to learn how to not do that again. That's just plain and simple. Um, but you know, he should be thankful that didn't happen because that's that's stuff you can move past. It is. Yeah, and, and it's it's gonna be out of Pruitt's hands. It's yeah. probably gonna be, you know. He, I feel like the the court date is for probably the um, the violence thing, not the violence thing, the, but the the threatening of the girlfriend. Yeah, no, and that, then, that's yeah, that's. And then the next hurdle will be the school about you know shooting up the school. Yeah. That would be the next kind of hurdle. And I, well, I think the you know if if the if they can't do anything about that, I don't understand how this. I mean, I understand how the school could, but like from a legal standpoint, they could be in trouble if the court didn't do anything about that and the school did. Like. Because they're mm-hmm. public, you know they they don't just get to decide who's in and out for like thing. I don't know. It's very different how they have to handle stuff. Right. Um, so that could be different. But yeah, he'll he'll have his court date September third, right? Yeah, on Tuesday. So September third, he'll have that. Um, and I, you know, Knox New Sentinel ran this. I ran that article about his issues in South Carolina. My issues about that. I'm trying to keep everything positive, but I gotta go off on a little bit of tangent. My issue with that is there's very little evidence that any of that is factual stuff that they wrote about him. And they wrote it as fact. They refused to list the girlfriend's name, which is fine. She's not a part of this. Whatever. The Or not girl. Yeah, the previous girlfriend's name. Yeah. They refused to print her name because they said she was a victim. Well, it was a mutual um, restraining order. Right. Which means both parties were either found... Uh, from what I've read, you can research this on your own. I, I encourage you to. I did. From what I've read, it, it, the court decided they were either both threatening each other or two, there wasn't enough evidence to just put the restraining order on Bryce Thompson. So they just did it because there wasn't enough evidence to pretty much just say, okay, we're going to take care of this today or take care of this. Both stay away from each other because there wasn't enough evidence to just give that restraining order to Bryce Thompson. So, and the KNS printed all this as fact, and even the court d- decided it wasn't enough evidence. They printed all and said, this is all what's in the report. No, this is all what she she reported to them. If I go to the police department right now and I say, Landon said and did this to me, and I file an official police report, all that's going to be written down. That doesn't mean all that's true, but all that is going to be written down and put in the police report. Yep. And KNS went and irresponsibly printed that as fact. Yeah, and, and and to reiterate on that, Caleb's not saying that Bryce Thompson was not in the wrong. He was definitely something about that was probably in the wrong. Yeah, but you you don't print it out there as fact. You don't print it out there as ruining somebody's reputation. I mean, you you have to think these are eighteen to twenty two year old kids, and yeah. we're putting them on this pedestal like they're the president of the United States, and we're bringing up dirt on them. I mean, yeah. what what kind of person does something like that? Yeah, and that you know, the statement from Saturday night, Sunday morning. Whatever. He admitted to some of that. Fair. He said he did it. But you're not giving him his fair his fair chance at this, the one you printed on uh, Tuesday. 
Yeah. There's nothing fair about that. Nothing fair and, about and that. And this this whole agenda, like like you said, you want to be positive. This is all about being negative because we yeah. just heard that Aubrey Solomon stuff, and then they write an article about this restraining order, and then John Adams comes in and writes his opinion piece about why Bryce Thompson should be uh, kicked off the team. Write this down as fact. I need you all to – this is 100% fact. I need to go find the article tonight. John Adams says Travis Henry deserves to be a VFL because he was at Tennessee for four years. Yeah, the same tra- – you're thinking of the right Travis Henry. You're thinking of the right one. He thought he should be a VFL and thinks Bryce Thompson be, should be kicked off campus without even letting him go to court, without letting see, seeing how this plays out. I mean, and, and, you know, fair. Something had to go on at South Carolina where we most champ didn't think Bryce Thompson should be offered the scholarship, whatever. But that doesn't mean that he pulled – show me where he pulled it because of that restra- mutual restraint order. Yeah. Because if he did, then we'll start talking. But there's no evidence of that. It's being unfair to all the parties and to to Bryce Thompson, to his family, and you know if it, I'm not gonna go there. I can't go there, but because of yeah. Anyways, innocent until proven guilty. Period. End of story. And, and I love how you said we're treating him like the president of the United States because we're not treating him like the president of the United States. We hold Bryce Thompson to a higher standard than the president of the United States. <laughs> how do I know that? Because Donald Trump is on freaking camera saying grab her by the pussy. And you guys are out here saying Bryce Thompson should be kicked out of college for th- for saying words to a girl that are not okay, but s- same thing as Donald Trump. But yeah, he's the face of your country. So that that's my tangent. I, anything else you got for that? I mean, my, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna get into political <laughs> anything, but um, I will say you know a, a lot of people you know express their opinions toward KNS for the stuff that they put out and a lot of people were like they were like we're doing our job that's our job or people were backing them up saying oh they're just doing their job well that's doing your job how about how about we worry about when we put up put out pictures on twitter of players <laughs> and you say Sha Tuttle threw a 50-yard touchdown pass to Marquez Callaway. Yeah, that's not doing your job. How about we worry about if Henry Tuoto gets a sack from middle linebacker when we tweet out Jordan Murphy, who isn't on the depth chart. Jordan <laughs> Murphy made an incredible sack from the middle linebacker position. How about you do your job that way? How about you not get under somebody's desk and pull up a restraining order from years ago? Without – Hardly any fact in there. The yeah. only fact we can 100% say is that there was a mu- that there was physically a mutual restraint order. That's the only fact we have. Yet, all of the statement, all of the written statements from the girl got reported as fact. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they need to do some uh, a self assessment and see kind of where they're at because that's that's crappy. I mean, they're taking the Jimmy Homs route and basically just putting a story out there to ruin a kid's reputation for no reason. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if you were, do you remember the Jimmy Homs thing with Todd Kelly Jr.? Yeah. He just posted some story no one knew about and act like it was fact. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just I just don't get it. Like these these are kids, and you're you put out and some you have some agenda that you have to to ruin a kid's reputation. I, I don't I don't get it at all. I'm not saying Bryce Thompson is not in the wrong. He obviously was, um, and he's paying for that. And the school will decide and. You know the the court will decide kind of what needs to happen, but that's that's not up to you to decide. That's up to them. Yeah, and you know even and yeah. So at this point, the I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. It's just 
I and you talked about how everyone's saying they're doing their job. KNS said they're doing their job, but you weren't. You it it didn't come across as unbiased because you it's from the get go you never gave Bryce Thompson the benefit of the doubt. No, you never said okay, you know, here's here's a slip up here, you know, and what correlate? I don't know. It was just always about how you teed up John Adams. You said, here's what happened Saturday night. Here's what happened a year and a half ago. John Adams, kick him out of school. Yep. That's all it was about. What if I found a video of him helping a lady across the road and, you know, working with children out of camp? Oh, that's not, that don't get no clicks though. No, I mean, I realize that. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I'm just, it don't get any clicks. It's like, he messed up Saturday night. We know he messed up Saturday night. He admitted to it. Okay. Stuff that is in a mutual restraint order, which they obviously, I don't have a full understanding of what a mutual restraint order is. I gave you all what I looked up. You can go look it up too. K&S never even touched on what a mutual restraint order is in their article. Never touched on it. I hope they've gone and edited it now that, that I doubt it. I haven't read it. I I'm, don't really want to click on it, but that's that's where we're at. I hate I hate that I'm having to carry water for a guy that you know we've supported on the you know fans have supported on the field, and I'm not saying go and. I'm not saying all this should be swept under the rug. I want to reiterate that it doesn't need to be swept under the rug, but it deserves a fair, uh, you know, he deserves a fair chance. Yeah. And you know, there's some things we talked about this on Sunday. There's some things that when they happen at a school, it's just time for him to be moved on from that school. And if that is the case, if it's time for him to move on from Tennessee, Pruitt decides that the school decides that Bryce Thompson decides that fair, but he deserves a second chance somewhere else Yeah. to get it right. Yeah. And maybe it's just, you had to sever ties with the school for whatever reason. He yeah. deserves a second chance somewhere else. Period. Yeah, I, I just feel like there wasn't, like you said, there wasn't a fair, there wasn't a fair trial. I mean, they just, oh, he's he's guilty. He did this. Yeah. Um, he did it all. And here's some more to back up what he did. Yeah. I mean, and, and the, quest, the question, the question that they asked at the press conference, the very first question, they said, hey, Jeremy, um, do you think Bryce Thompson is a threat to the student body? Yeah, and we, we talked about that before the show. I, you know, my view on it, it's a the what they were look what what they were looking for. I don't think was fair because here here here's what Jeremy Pruitt can say to that. The, he said the only thing you really could say, but they wanted a yes or no. I mean, that's a yes or no question. Yes, he's a threat to the, the students on campus. Then he's kicked off. That there's if he's on the team and you said that, what the, you know what the heck's going on? Or he you, you say no. And um, he's not a threat. And, I mean, that just puts you in a war. You know, you haven't done your – you didn't even give him time to investigate. Like, how do you know what's going on? Yeah. Like, you – that was on Monday, right? You think he has all the facts yet? I mean, I get it. Like, these are people who still write for the newspaper, like, that people don't read. And 80% of their followers follow him just to, to make fun of them. I, I get that. But let, let's be a little smarter. Let's try to be a little bit professional when we – when we yeah. have a job where you write about it's, sports, write about a team. It's also really annoying because the witnesses the, – so the girl never said he said the thing about the school. He denied the thing about the school. So you're, you're going off and, you know, somebody tweeted at me and said five witnesses said it. I don't care how many witnesses said it. Like, did they hear it out of context? Did they – one of them didn't even say they heard Bryce say it directly. Like, they couldn't confirm he said it. Yep. So that, that now we're down to four. I think another one said they heard a man arguing with a woman say it. I, I don't know. I'm just the threat to the thing bothers me for in so many ways. I get what they're getting at. Like I understand what they're trying to ask. 
I think they're just trying to. I mean, because you're you are confirming in school, but you don't need to say it like that. Stage it in a yes or no question, where no matter what he answers, it's the wrong answer. Like that's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair to prove it. It's not fair to the University of Tennessee. It's not fair to Bryce Thompson. Right. You can ask about Bryce Thompson. You know, hey, Jeremy, do you have anything um, to elaborate on your your comments on on Bryce Thompson? He'd be like, no, I said it already. Yeah. What it, basically what he said. But you worded it to a point to make people think that he was a threat to the yeah. student body. And that's – yeah, that's my, that's my issue. I, they just have this agenda. They have this, you know, narrative they want to put out there that Bryce Thompson is a terrible person. Um, and I don't get it. I don't get it. And I and the, my biggest problem I'm going to go back to John Adams. I don't me and him can sit down and talk. I'd love to do it. Um, he puts this article out about how he should be kicked off campus. Let me ask you: If in three years he ends up being no, no other problems, goes to the NFL successful, no other issues, do you write about him? Oh, they'll, they'll have a because they'll have a messes, Bryce Thompson through the years. Well, if he messes up in a year and a half, I know you write about it and tell us how right you were. Do you write about it and state how wrong you were? If he does come back and he does do good things, he graduates, he goes to the NFL, never messes up again. And if the and I mean, answer that and you decide whether you're in, you know, you're writing about young student athletes for the right reasons. I mean, they're, they're the same people that once uh, to get, they wanted rid of Philip Former. Yeah, and so, then they put out an article recently that says Tennessee needs to move on from Philip Former. Who runs the KNS? I didn't even read that one. It's I didn't all, see that it's one. It's all. Or, just, or it was something like Tennessee needs to be looking for their next candidate as AD. It just looks like the Knoxville News Sentinel is rooting for Bryce Thompson life to fall apart yeah. right now. And, that's, and, that's and, and if you know what, if you want to write about how he should be away from the University of Tennessee, then the rest of the article should say how he deserves a second chance somewhere else. Yeah, That's my. That's all my point is. Yeah. Because if he has to move on from Tennessee, I can't do anything about it. Whatever. Hate to see it. He's a great player. Hope he gets everything worked out. Hope he gets a second chance somewhere else. Yeah, that's my that's my thing with it. If he goes to another SEC school and beats the crap out of us, man, that sucks. Yeah, let's have a little bit yeah. of positivity. Yeah. Um, um, someone. Let's see. We got a lot. No, nah, just one person said the media is all about shitting people, shitting on people's names, and they don't care about the good stuff. You know, that's that is the thing. Is like how many good feel good articles do you do you read? Not much because no one wants to read about that, which is fair. But you know, I hope John Adams and I hope Bryce Thompson gets everything figured out. I hope he does good things, and I hope I can tweet back at John Adams and ask him where the good article about Ross Thompson is because I know it won't happen. I know yep. it won't happen. Absolutely. George, preview Georgia State. Sorry, guys. That was my tangent. I really wanted to avoid it. Hey, it's fine. I'm up in arms right now. And, I, I, you know, it is what it is. Um, Georgia State, 2-10 last year. Not a very good football team. No. A lot of people didn't accept them to be very good. They lost a lot, and then injuries before the season – they almost had. They here's a good thing for them. Their their secondary last year was almost all freshmen. Yep. So they're bringing a lot of their defense production back, which is good for them. Which um, wasn't very. Which what I mean, much it wasn't very much defense production. production. But you are bringing the majority of your little defensive production back. I think they do look forward to that. Um, they also have a new OC. So yep. a lot of newness about this team. Yeah, I think it. You know, Sean Elliott is their head coach. He's he's in his third year. Um, like you said, they're two and ten last year. Um, I think their best player is obviously their quarterback. He led them in, in rushing and passing last season. That was um, Danny Ellington. Um, they're going to want to spread you out. They're going to want to go empty sets. They're going to let that quarterback run a little bit. I don't, I don't think it's you know they return all but one wide receiver. It was their best wide receiver, so they were pretty much the worst team in the right. FBS on defense. So I, I don't. 
their their offense was supposed to be bad, but apparently they were actually pretty good from what they're supposed to be. Yeah, but their team was awful. They couldn't right. stop anybody. They, I mean, they're expected to double their win total this year, which is not impressive in four wins. But still, I mean, I guess it is two more than you had last year, which is a positive. Um, no, yeah, this team isn't very good. Their their defensive front is pretty small, pretty. It should be a good confidence booster for our offensive line. Yep. And if it's not, then we're gonna have some serious questions about our offensive line. So. Yep. I agree. I mean, it, it's you need to dominate the line of scrimmage. You want to play a lot of guys. Um, get some people out there in a real game in front of all these fans. Um, I don't think you really focus on the starters. Mm-hmm. I think you focus more on the, the production of um, guys on the field. You know, who's in the game? Are they producing? Yeah. You know, you want to find the best five on the offensive line. Find the best five that play together. Yeah. Um, not just, oh, he can play here, he can play here. You know, find that best five that's able to give you the best chance to, to win in the SEC. Um you know, I'm excited to see all these young guys. You know, that's that's always a topic talk of camp is, you know, the freshmen, mm-hmm. um, guys coming back from injury. So, I, I, I'm excited to see kind of where Henry Tioto is, Eric Gray, Roman Harrison. I, I'm excited to see kind of where they're at. And, and I hope we throw the ball all over the place. I mean, get ready because that, that's what we need to do. If, if there's lineman issues, you got to get the ball out. Yeah. And that's part partly on Garantano too to get yeah, blocked. Garantano, I got it. Don't worry about me. I got um, it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. But yeah, we we need to absolutely slaughter them. Uh, Garantano just needs to play probably a half. Garantano. Garantano. Um, if that, just yeah, kidding. he'll play at least a half. Yeah. Don't expect anything else. Think of it as a preseason game. There you go. Um, yeah, let's score. Score fast. I don't want to see a punt on the first drive. Please just score. <laughs> right. Just go down and score. Yeah. No punts in the yeah. first drop. We're going for it on fourth down, even if there is. That's following me. That's following me. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a score prediction for Saturday yet? Um, and it's, go, it's eligible to be changed too on Saturday when we do it. I'm gonna go forty-five to seven. Okay, I've got fifty-five to ten. Okay, fifty-five Pretty to ten. Pretty close. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So that, I'm going fifty-five ten. Um, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that Cheney kind of changes what this offense has done in the past few years against cupcakes. I mean, I think a lot I think it'll help if we're willing to sling the ball around too. Yeah, th- this game fast. is going to give guys some confidence, especially Garantano. <laughs> I hate saying, I'm not saying it anymore. Garantano. Um they were dead last in defense defensive completion rate last year. Dead last in the country, 130th. Mm. So we should complete everything. Um can't read this name. Uh, is it Falco Greg? That is a dangerous name to pronounce, my man. Uh, Falco Greg says uh, he needs all the reps he can get. I, to a point, don't disagree with you. I feel like he plays at least through the like halfway through the third. Like he probably plays a possession or two in the third. Yeah. Um, and then he also said forty four fourteen. So yeah, right in that range. Yeah, close. I mean, I'm going for a scoring points. Um, I, I like us to score points in this game. Uh, just because this defense should be pretty hot pretty take big. prediction. Um. C Mag hits a fifty yard bomb in the half. Fifty yards. Yep. Wow. My man C Mag. Oh, that's that's a bold prediction. I like. Or it do you though. think we just chuck it up, or do you think we let him have it? We might. We might chuck it up. Dang it. We probably kneel it. Let's be honest. <laughs> no. Let's be honest. Score and score and score. Give the ball to the Italian. Just score and yeah. score and score and score and score and score. I'm not want to see. I'm with you. Um. Recruiting news, a little bit, a little bit of recruiting news before the season gets underway. Just a, just a wee bit. Um, so you have some top guys um, 
Darnell, the five-star tight end, Darnell Washington, had Tennessee in his top three. And then the next morning, he released his top five. So, I don't know. But Tennessee <laughs> was in both of those. Expanding his recruiting. The top three was Miami, Georgia, and Tennessee. Um, and then later that morning, he added in Bama and Penn State. So, Tennessee's in the running for him. I think him and Eric Gilbert are, are very similar. Eric Gilbert, we're actually recruiting him to play wide receiver. So, but I, th- I think whichever one we don't get, I feel like they go to Georgia um, or, or vice versa. Whichever one that Georgia doesn't get, they come to us. That's how I feel right now. I mean, that could change. But um, I feel like we're trending right now for five-star athlete Eric Gilbert. Um, you know, he wants to play wide receiver. His quarterback's coming here. I, I feel like it's just, you know, B.J. Ojolari committed um, about a week and a half ago. So, you, you have guys – that you're familiar with. You have a uh-huh. Mel Keaton that's already here. Um, you know, so I feel like it's a good fit. I mean, that things could change. You know, I get he's, he's probably in that wait and see mode to kind of see where Tennessee's at right at the end of the season. But I feel like we're in a good spot. Four-star inside linebacker, Lenneth Whitehead will make his official visit this weekend to Tennessee. Um, Tennessee's the favorite right now to land him. Um, so I don't know. I mean, you know, Tennessee definitely wants to add some interior linebackers there. So, you know, he, he's definitely number one on Tennessee's board right now. There, there's some five stars. Noah Sewell is another one. Um, but he's kind of all over the place with his top guys. I think he put out a top eight here recently. So, um, but Tennessee's in that. So, we'll kind of see what happens at inside linebacker. I'm sure they'll take Noah Sewell. But Lenneth Whitehead is definitely their priority right now, especially yeah. this weekend. You know, his mom's coming up. So, I don't I don't know if they lock down a commitment, but I, I think it'll put them definitely that further Good. in the yeah. in the driver's seat. And then uh, Jalen Hyatt had three touchdowns on ESPN the other night. Uh, the three star or four star wide receiver commit, and then a four star quarterback commit Harrison Bailey had five touchdowns, two to Eric Gilbert um, against Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia's good. Yeah, um, and, and to throw. Um, have a performance like that, pretty incredible. And then uh, four-star strong side defensive end, Jay Hardy, has the balls in his top five. Hopefully they're able to get him back on campus. You know, could it be this weekend? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Right. Get him get him back on campus. Um, that's kind of all the recruiting news we have right now. Not a lot going on, but that's, that's going to pick up here in the next couple weeks, especially next week we'll probably have more visitors in. I think Jalen Hyde is actually supposed to be in town this weekend as well. So I, th- I think, you know, him and Bryce Thompson are buddies, so hopefully that's able to, you know, put him at ease with this whole Bryce Thompson situation. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. What about uh, – so it looks like we're going to see some Jeremy Banks on Saturday, by the way, at linebacker. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, I, he he might not know everything about <laughs> linebacker, but – He's going to hit somebody. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if it'll be legal or not, but he's going to hit somebody. C-ball, hit ball. That's yeah. – I mean, that's – when in doubt – you want guys that's going to just go knock somebody's head off. Yeah. Just go get the football. I mean, everybody who's played high school football knows they have always had that one guy that is not afraid to knock anybody's head off. Yeah. And it's just like, they don't tell him to play. They don't tell him what to do. He just knows that he's got to go get the ball. That's what you do with Jeremy Banks. I like it. Go murder somebody. Legally murder somebody. And what do you think about Pruitt's comments about him being the um, best player on the team? One of the best players on the team. Jeremy Banks? I didn't see that. 
I missed that comment. Yeah, that's... Interesting. Hey, but, like, I tell my player all the time, if you're getting moved around a lot, it's because we think highly of you, not because we think little of you. So, yeah. It means we need help at that position, and we know we can count on you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, don't think about it negatively. Because if we don't think we can depend on you, you just won't get a chance at any position. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that... No, I mean... It doesn't surprise me since they moved around so much. Your better players move around unless they're just like head and shoulders dominating that position. And we haven't seen Jeremy Banks do that at running back. So mm-hmm. that's what it is. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it. I know he's gonna play a lot of special teams, but I wouldn't hate it if he I kinda wish he would have redshirted last year. So we had him and right. he, he could, you know, have that time to develop into a linebacker. Yeah. Um yeah. but we didn't and you know, maybe Maybe it'll come. I don't know. I, I see him playing a lot of special teams this season. Maybe he gets a chance at linebacker. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yep, we'll see. We'll see. Landon's going to tell us about some friends before we jump into our segments today. we got our Jumbotron and Stupidity is an Epidemic. Who are we naming after? Sam Smith? Is that what we decided? Yeah, somebody. Maybe KNS. Maybe. You guys might be that front runner now. <laughs> um, so, uh, guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go? Want to increase your point? performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know it works Mm. (laughs) you can take them anytime day or not full or empty stomach and since they are chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill and so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises hint hint if you could benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in discreet packages, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and, that, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, our listeners... I have a special deal. If you visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment, you can get that free with our special promo code armchair. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code armchair to try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster. Guys, go check them out. Bluechew, get it for free. Your check, first shipment is free. Just check use out promo Chew. code armchair. Use it, live it, love it. <laughs> Bluechew's awesome, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot confirm yet. Jumbotron. Jumbotron. Best features of Neyland, is that right? Best features, features of Neyland. Yeah. Number one's the troughs. Sorry. The troughs. Once okay. troughs leave Neyland, my season tickets, I will not be purchasing purchasing season tickets anymore. Yeah. Okay. I'm that's a hot I'm peeing at a trough, period. Yeah. You're gonna bring your own trough? I guess. B B Y O T. Bring your own trough. Um my first one would be I like the girth. The, 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 is that gir- the right word. Yeah, it is. Neyland is just Girthy. thicker, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, it's and I girthy. like it. Oh I like how gosh. it's just big. It's uh, there's some girth in there. I <laughs> there guess, is some I girth. <laughs> um, it see. can hold a lot of girth too. It, it, there's a lot of. Unfortunately, <laughs> I end up sitting next to the girthiest ones. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a big like. I sit down and I'm like, you all can't see my legs right now, but I'm like legs spread. Like that's how I sit. And in Neyland, I, I get the short end of the stick, and I'm like. Yeah. And then I stand up, and people behind me are like, why is this guy standing up on second down in the first quarter? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, mother. 
<laughs> My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being crammed between fatty and fatso over here. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. She's sitting with me Saturday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, girth. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, golly. My favorite uh, feature of Neil and his Petros. Second favorite. Okay. Um, I, I, my favorite, one of my favorite traditions in football, and I, I tweeted, if you haven't told me, tell me yours. You can tweet it. I'll read it on the next show. Smoky Dog and Coke. But man, Petro's is a close second. It's good stuff. Yeah. My next one is, I like the green grass. Oh, it's, dude, there is something about walking into the Neyland for the first time in, a, in fall. I get chills. Like, you know that feeling when you go roller coaster with a stomach feeling? Yeah. I get that feeling. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, 100%. I remember the first. I remember the first time, like my first memory of Neyland Stadium. I was six years old. It was opening game against. It might have been UAB, mm. and I walked in and I remember seeing like the orange. First off, it wasn't yellow. It was orange checkerboard. <laughs> Please use more paint, Neyland. Please use more paint. I, I just remember that feeling. I walked in right at section O. We walked in that corner and walked like around. We're like inside the bowl, so we can yeah. see the stadium as we walk to our seats. I was awesome. It was fantastic. And then my dad made me go get him some M and M's. No peanuts. Sorry. Peanuts. I, I always get Those peanuts. Are good too. Love peanuts. I always my dad Texas always Red buys House. them, so I don't have to. So yeah. I get some peanuts every once in a while. My next one, um, or what? You you did grass? Yeah. I did Petro. It's your turn. I did girth. Okay. You did what? I did girth first. <laughs> girth. Um, okay. My my last favorite. It, we haven't got to do, do it often, but when I was a kid, my favorite part of Neyland, or one of my favorite parts, was when you leave Neyland and you go down the tunnels and you chant, it's great to be a Tennessee ball. So I, I'm a big fan of the the walkways. Okay. They're, they're very echoey. Yeah. You can get a lot of... A lot of good voices going in there. Yeah. A lot of good action. I agree. There's a lot of things I love about Neyland. That, I mean, um, I don't get to partake in the Jumbotron because I sit under it because I'm poor. But, um, <laughs> and ha- my family has been since 1972. He's in the lower bowl. Don't let him, don't let him try to tell you that. <laughs> we've been, we've been poor since 1972. Um, <laughs> that's how long we've had the tickets. And, uh, so I don't get to do that. So actually my favorite feature is when there's a replay looking up at those tiny screens and the sun's bright. So you're like <laughs> trying to block it out on the West side and you're like squinting, trying to see if the guy stayed in bounds or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a, that's a good, that's a good feature. Yeah. <laughs> um, my next one, I love the lights. Yeah. Something the lights, yeah, they're I mean, they're, they're just, it's beautiful. Anytime I pass by and the lights are on, I'm like, man. I'd love to be in there. Oh, yeah. I'd love to be one of those. Guys. I drove by last Saturday and got chills. Yeah. I was like, I know where I'm going to be in a week. Oh, yeah. Getting getting rowdy. <laughs> rowdy. Speaking of rowdy, tailgate. Tailgate. Oh, my gosh. If you guys come by the tailgate, uh, we'll be just, we'll be in between, um, I think it's Church Street, United Methodist Church, whatever it is, but it's really between, like, picture like in between world's fair park and uh calhoun's we're like in between there close to world's fair park um so yeah we're we'll, we'll send out the location but it's c18 that's right a rough, that's a lot c18 something like that yeah something like that i don't know like it's a city lot not a so like i don't really know if it's officially got a number attached to it i don't know how that works oh, okay that, just, that google map thing did i don't i don't know how it works but we've got music 
cornhole, music, drinks, music, food, <laughs> football. TV. We'll have a TV this year. Um, it'll be a good time. So we'll actually get to watch games while we sit there. So like, because I feel like that is a tough thing about like tailgating all year or all season, all day. I don't know. All day. That's a tough thing. Is like you miss a lot of the good games. Yeah. Because like I'm I'm gonna be there at like eight nine a.m. So like I didn't get to watch college game day. But now, because we have now TV, we're watching it. We gotta figure that out because Jesse's bringing it. So I'll either have to go pick it up from him because I want to watch college game day while I'm there. Oh yeah, me too. So I love to see the head. <laughs> is that like all he does now? Is come out and do that? I love the guy, but like he's that man is old, right? Like, he's he's lost it. But they just, like, coach him up, I guess, enough where he can do the show. And then after that, they're just like, oh, God, thank God. He didn't do anything stupid. Um, stupidity is an epidemic. Stupidity. I'll go first. Mine's mm-hmm. a NBA on ESPN. Oh, gosh. They uh, tweeted, these are just a few Hoopers that have been getting buckets this summer. Who is your pick? Who's your pickup squad? It they says like, pick two, face the other three. And it's Trey Young, Lamella Ball, Jay Cole, Joe Johnson, and Donovan Mitchell. I feel like it's easy. Well, they're also like literally talking about like pickup basketball. But if you put them all on the on a team and face each other, well, then it becomes an NBA game. You jackasses, and I pick none of them. <laughs> Wait, what? So it's all the people who went and played like that. There's videos of them playing pickup, right? Mm-hmm. But like then you just put them on a team, and it just becomes NBA basketball. Or if you put them all like... Well, it says pick two. Oh, okay, okay. Pick two and face the other three. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young are in the NBA right now. Yeah. So I don't well, I don't, yeah, I don't see how yeah. this is hard. Yeah. It's just... Also, why is it mind-blowing to people that like... They see these videos of NBA players dominating just average guys. <laughs> like, they're in the effing NBA. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. Very weird. Uh, my first one, a little off-topic sports, but uh, NASA investigating first crime committed in space. Astronaut Anne McClain was accused of identity theft and improperly assessing her estranged wife's private financial record. So, um, I guess you just get bored in space. She was like, uh, I guess I could take some money from my wife, estranged wife. Really weird to me, too, because like you don't have anywhere to run. Like They know exactly where to find you. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you hijack like a spaceship and... Do something mm-hmm. else with it. Yep. Not very smart of you, though, Ann. Not very smart. Yeah, I like better, the thought. Be better than that. I'm also like, is that really the first crime committed in space? That's what I want to know. Is that the first one? I feel like the, the Russians and the Can't be. Americans have gotten, like, in many of at least verbal altercations. Yeah. At least. That's an arrest, right? Huh? A verbal. Nowadays. Yeah. Um, so, at Govall's Extra, they're back in it. Um, says, <laughs> a guest columnist says the decision to allow alcoholic beverages to be sold at UT games should be reversed. Um, the the uh, brr, title of it says UT should reverse decision to sell alcohol at its athletic facilities. First of all, why would they why would they make it okay and then reverse it right then? That's, yeah. that's stupid. That's before you've even tried it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we we're going to do it. It didn't work. Okay. How? I just, again... Very interesting. Yeah, like, why? Do they know their audience? Do they know their audience is just like old people that still read the newspaper? I guess they do know that because all these old people probably don't want alcohol, so that's who they're. Yeah, I guess. Good job. Want to know your audience? That's good. I guess. Yeah. That's. Um, I've got Darren Ravel. He tweeted, 
surprised how many how few people mentioned Rory McIlroy's nipples this weekend. Good for him. And then it's a picture of him. I guess Rory was nipping. Uh, was it the Wells Fargo? I don't remember. Whatever it was this weekend. That might be this coming weekend. I can't remember. Um, but then Darren tweeted that in a Nike shirt where he's nipping. You could have just tweeted it. Uh, we would understand without having to see your nipples, Darren. Yeah, Darren. <laughs> he's a weird dude. Yeah. Have you seen that man run? That dude is definitely weird. Yeah. How has he made it this long? I don't understand. Yeah. Don't understand. Dan Wolken. Oh, of course. Stay woke. <laughs> he says, imagine being a Tennessee fan who is today saying you can't trust what four direct witnesses yeah, told here. police last night about a football player when you were willing to run a coach's reputation, ruin a coach's reputation over third-hand hearsay that was never investigated. Well, I'll say this. It wasn't investigated when this came out, right? Like, they still haven't investigated it. Or they were yeah. in the problem. Yeah. yeah, they haven't. I mean, their investigation is not concluded at this point, I guess. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. There's, there was no action involved. There was no violence involved. Yeah, shut up, Darren. Get out of here. Darren. Darren. <laughs> or Dan. Not Darren. Dan, sorry. I'm still in the Darren. The same dude. thing. It's the nipples, man. It's the nipples. The nipples are just, they got inside of me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, um, that's all I've got. That's my only stupidity. I got one more. It says, um, it's all for Tennessee.com says Vol safety. Nigel warrior hasn't needed the splash plays to reach Dale Carter's level. So they think he's, they think Nigel warriors is as good as Dale Carter. Yep. <laughs> that's all I've got. Yeah. That's, that's all I've got. Go ball is 15 and 0. Apparently we got that's, Dale Carter on our team. Yeah. I was like, wow. We're just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing. That has to be a clickbait article. Like, psych! Yeah. Nowhere close. Yeah, I'm just like, wow. That's the stupidest thing. I don't think Nigel Warriors ever caught a pass. Dale Carter at least ran a touchdown back. <laughs> He's once. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Guys, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, armchairmedianetwork.com, obviously live on Twitter slash Periscope, whatever you call it. Uh, follow us on Facebook. See you at the tailgate on Saturday. Definitely at least come hang out for a while, stop by, whatever. Just come say hey. Uh, we'll be doing some videos, uh, score predictions, things like that. So come check that out. We'll go live around noon, maybe a little bit before, maybe a little bit after, but around noon on Saturday to talk about keys to the game and just stuff going on around campus. So, Looking forward to it. Again, come by the tailgate. And we're bringing the boat in, and we out.